Hello. Welcome back to the Athletic Cast. This is episode 39. It is June 2nd. We are recording this June 1st. So, obviously, Flight is the best player in NBA right now. Flight, NBA, uh, June, baby, June. And uh, today, we have some NFL news, some NBA news, MLB, NHL. Very rare there. Uh, we got some college sports news. And, uh, yeah, I'm your co-host, Garrett. I'm your co-host, Brady. I'm changing something little bit different i've been eating too many sweet tart ropes and it's about time that i do some exercise so brady's walking down the edge of the roads doing some walking while we're doing this podcast you hear any uh if you do hear any wind or any cars which you shouldn't because i'm on a dirt road but if you do that's where i am just let me know yeah multitasking uh we're gonna hop right in the nfl news uh, I have two stories today, which is very weird that I don't have a lot of those. But uh, first story is that Jordan Love will likely see the field his rookie year. The Packers are reportedly looking to incorporate him into the offense, kind of like how the Saints did Taysom Hill and the Eagles are likely to do with Jalen Hurts this season. Next story is that Raiders rookie receiver Henry Ruggs III narrowly avoided a possibly fatal injury while helping a friend move. A trailer reportedly became unhitched and narrowly missed a femoral artery by a matter of inches, which likely would have proven fatal. Ruggs is recovering on crutches and will be healthy by the time OTAs start this summer. And that'll do it for NFL News. Holy crap, that was a solid 40 seconds versus yesterday's 20 minutes. Good thing, though, we have a record prediction. Who? All right, we did the Lions uh, yesterday, and today we are going to be doing the Chicago Bears. Duh, Bears. Bear Don. But um, last Duh, trash. year, they were 8-8, eight and eight, uh, 500 team, mostly due to Mitchell Trubisky's inefficiency at the quarterback position. But they got Nick Foles, so uh, he's probably going to be in there by, I'd say, week five, week six, maybe. I'm giving but, week um, six. Yeah, because they're going to let Mitchell Trubisky be the starter, but I feel he's going to underperform kind of heavy the first three weeks and then just be out of there. So uh, let's just hop into the prediction. Uh, week one is at Detroit. I have them losing that game, mostly because uh, Mitchell Trubisky will be starting that game. And the Detroit offense and defense is much improved from last season. Plus, you're getting a healthy Matthew Stafford, which should provide a lot of firepower. And uh, – Really kind of start the fire for that offense and get the Detroit Lions rolling and start the season. So I have the Bears starting off with an L. Big bias, L, Bears. Nice. Uh, week two, moving on, is at home in Soldier Field playing the New York Giants. I have the Bears losing that game. Mostly uh, not on the same scale as the Lions, but the Giants have definitely improved a little bit on their offense. They had a really good uh, receiving game, plus they're going to be getting uh, Golden Tate these first four weeks, unlike last season when he had a PED suspension. But uh, Darius Slayton, Sterling Shepard, and Golden Tate is a very good receiving core, especially with Evan Ingram. And Saquon Barkley, you have one of the top five running backs in the league with uh, sophomore Daniel Jones and a now-improved offensive line. So uh, good thing this isn't a Giants record prediction video. Um, But... Foreshadowing. Yes. But, um, yeah, the Giants will win that game, uh, I would say, by 10 points or more. And uh, week three, at Falcons, 
I have. Hmm. I love saying nothing. Losing that game uh, because the Falcons have Julio Jones, Matt Ryan. You can always count on him. Uh, and they got Todd Gurley, who, if healthy, if he can get his knee under control, could definitely be a top 10 running back again back in the days of 2017 when he was just absolutely dominant. But um, uh, the defense is taking a little hit for the Falcons. But I think overall, if you go head-to-head with the Bears, you're going to win that game. Four, uh, they're against the Colts uh, at home, Soldier Field. And I have them losing that game. They're going to be starting off the year 0-4. and and I think Bears um, equal bad. Yeah, uh, it's nothing surprising though. But um, uh, against the Colts, Philip Rivers and T.Y. Hilton, I think, is going to be a fairly average to above average receiving quarterback duo. Uh, and no running backs that they have, especially with drafting Jonathan Taylor, uh, Naheem Hines, and Marlon Mack at that running back core, uh, I think they're going to be pretty well off on that offense. Uh, and the defense has Darius Leonard and uh, improving sophomore cornerback Rocky Sin, who had an rookie campaign. So uh, I think they're going to lose that game. Week five, Buccaneers. They have Tom Brady, Gronk, OJ Howard, Cameron Braid, Mike Evans, and Chris Godwin. And they will probably still be healthy by the time week five comes around, which means there is no chance that uh, the Bears beat the Buccaneers. L. Yes, Bears are bad. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, 0-5 to start off the first five weeks. Uh, and week six at the Panthers, ding, 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 first W of the season. Uh, the Panthers, I think at this point, week six is where I feel like the Buccaneers are going to put a whooping on the Bears, and that's going to be enough for Matt Nagy to be like, Sorry, Mitch, your time's done. Nick, get in there. So uh, I think by week six, as the starter, I think Nick Foles will really propel that offense with uh, Alan Robinson, David Montgomery, Tariq Cohen receiving back. And, um, yeah, I think that will give him the W, especially with that already star defense. Right. I mean, I don't see anyone talking up the Panthers anytime soon. So I'm going to use the quote again. Panthers are bad. <laughs> Uh, week seven at the Rams, uh, I have the Bears winning this one, mostly because I think Nick Foles really will provide that spark uh, with that offense and really rally the team to possibly make a playoff push. And uh, I think with the Rams, they're kind of bad, uh, to use your quote. Um, but, yeah, Jared Goff, I think it's going to play a little bit better than last year, but they're definitely going to get carried by that defense with Aaron Donald. But it's not going to be enough. Bears over the Rams. Week 8, Saints at home. Doesn't matter that it's at home. They're going to lose that game. Bad. Because the New Orleans Saints offense is just absolutely superb. I think I've said this every single time one of our recreation teams have played the Saints. Drew Brees, Emmanuel Sanders, Michael Thomas, Alvin Kamara, Jared Cook. That offense is stacked. Their defense is top 15. So, in the better half of the defenses in the league, which is always good to have with a good offense. So, they're going to lose that game to the Saints. And I think that would make them 2-6, I think. But, um, yeah, week nine at the Titans, I have them winning that game because Bears' defense is very good. 
And when your entire offense is run by Derrick Henry, who has to – he can't do everything himself, especially with that impressive front seven of the Bears, especially with the acquisition of Robert Quinn from the Cowboys, who was pretty good last year. And they got rid of – ooh, what's that guy's name? I forgot. It's that guy. Uh, he's not as good as Robert Quinn, so they got an upgrade, uh, especially to a very good defense with Khalil Mack and uh, Eddie Jackson and – Etc. But um, yeah, I think for that reason, their defense is going to overpower the offense, aka Derrick Henry, and they're going to get a W there. Week ten, Vikings at home. I have them winning that game as well. Uh, I think with the cornerbacks that they have with uh, in the Bears facility, such as safety Eddie Jackson, they did lose Prince and Mukamara, but uh, I think they'll be able to kind of replace him with I think ooh. They have one of the fuller cornerback brothers, whether it's Kendall or Kyle. One of them will be guarding Adam Thielen, and their wide receiver, too, is no longer Stephon Diggs, so that offense does take a big hit. Also, they can neutralize the running game with Dalvin Cook the same way they kind of would with Derrick Henry, like I previously mentioned. So I have the Bears beating the Vikings at home. Week 11, bye. Uh, Week 12, at Green Bay. I have them losing that game. It's pretty hard to beat the Packers, and it's especially hard to beat them at Lambeau Field, unless it's week 17 and you're the Detroit Lions and the rest of the starters. Um, week 13 uh, is at home against the Lions, speak to the devil. But um, I have them winning that game because this is when they're going to be kind of fighting for a playoff spot on the brink of elimination. Uh, they're going to go balls to the walls, and they're going to beat the Lions at home. No. <laughs> Week 14, uh, they play the Texans at home. Texans don't have DeAndre Hopkins, even though they replaced him with uh, Brandon Cooks. And Will Fuller is their wide receiver, too. That's not going to be enough to beat uh, these Bears. And for that reason, I'll keep it short uh, towards the tail end, they're going to beat the Texans. Week 15 at the Vikings, another W there, mostly for the same reasons. Uh, I had them beating them Week 10 but also adding on that playoff push that that team would have. Think Eagles with the dog masks and the underdog stuff. Uh, Week 16 at the Jaguars. Jaguars are tanking, and even if they weren't tanking, there is not a good team uh, structurally built, especially when you trade away all your good defensive players. Uh, So they're going to get the W pretty handedly there. Start your Bears, guys, in fantasy that week. Uh, Week 17, wrapping out the season in Green Bay. And, uh, yeah, if there's any way to beat the Green Bay Packers, it's week 17 when they're resting starters. Uh, and I think that the Packers are probably going to be another 12-4, and 13-3 and three team. Uh, so I'm going to have them resting stars week 17. And uh, since the Bears are 8-8 eight and eight going into the season – or, sorry, 8-7, and seven, uh, they will be trying very hard to make the wild card. And I think they're going to try just hard enough and squeak into the wild card – winning that game, and finishing the season 9-7. and seven. You know, I'm not going to disagree with anything that you said there, uh, except for the maybe Lions when I say they're 8-8 eight and eight again, back-to-back seasons. Uh, I mean, I didn't get to talk much, but it doesn't really matter because I'm not very fond of the Bears and the Packers, so watch out for these next episodes. I might get a little bit biased, <laughs> still the N.A. <laughs> or the 
NFC North is a little bit touchy subject with me. But, I mean, going forward, I'll give it a little bit more consideration. But if you're going to try to break my feelings <laughs> against them, it's just basically impossible. So, good luck. Yeah, I can't wait for the AFC North. Uh, I think we're doing that division last. But, um, yeah, we got Vikings tomorrow and uh, the Packers. Boo, they stink. We're going to be doing that two days from now, which I believe is a Thursday, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, that'll wrap up the NFC North Bears edition of the Record Prediction Series. Hopefully you liked it. Uh, and that wraps up my NFL news. Ooh, that's a lot of NFL news today. Uh, you couldn't pick up on my sarcasm there. But, you know, NBA news, we're still getting into it. Hopefully you guys can't hear the wind over me, but, you know, I'm still going to try. So start off our NBA news is that the NBA small market teams urge 30-team reset. Or, sorry, reset, restart. But very, very soon could we figure out that we're actually going to get this comeback that we really want even though i've really stated it a bunch of times hopefully we can get a comeback to the nba and we get some sports so it's a lot easier for me and garrett as well to talk on one day of sports and go longer than maybe like 20 minutes yeah so yes very very good very quiet how uh, the trust issue between adam silver and chris paul is going to be very important obviously going into that I mean, the shape this NBA start; those two are the, pretty much the leading cause, are uh, leading parties into this, and hopefully they can really bond together, get get over this. They could uh, maybe start a Disney World. I don't know if they're going to do playoffs. They're going to figure figure out some regular season games. But all I know is Detroit Pistons are not making it to the playoffs. Not at all. Nope. We suck, and we suck at trading as well. Hate to break it to you. It really hurts me. But uh, other than that. You know, just really sheds a tear, you know. Other than more NBA news with the prospect LaMelo Ball speaking out about uh, NBA prospect and hopefully number one or number two draft is speaking out about all the stuff going on in the United States right now with all the racism, protest, and such. So that's, again, a touchy subject for especially me to talk about and as well as Garrett. So all I want to say is everyone stay safe. And uh, if your mind thinks one thing is right, I'm going to agree with you. And I'm not going not gonna to fight you on it. So a lot of that has been happening. I can't get really into detail, but that's been the rest of the NBA news. And Garrett, let's swing on to that NHL news you have today. Well, I also have two pieces of NBA news. Uh, first story. You know, my that. transitions are uh, very good. On point, yes. Uh, so for my two pieces of NBA news, the first story is that the new G League team headlined by elite college basketball prospects has found their head coach. Ryan Shaw, the former head coach for the Denver Nuggets and former Laker player, will be leading the team featuring Jalen Green, among other elite prospects. Uh, next story is that Jason Tatum, star forward for the Boston Celtics, is likely to get a max deal this offseason when he becomes a restricted free agent. And he's definitely earned it. Tatum made the all-star game this season after averaging nearly 24 points per game, seven rebounds, and 40% from three. And now let's swing into MLB news. Mm. 
right. Uh, I have surprisingly three stories. I think that's a record. But um, that's like jackpot, man. Yep. First story for that is uh, the Major League Baseball is planning on proposing a shorter season where they would pay the players their full share of their salaries. And the numbers they're throwing around are up to 114 games uh, from the Players Association or 50 regular season games, which is from the MLB professional standpoint. Next story is that apparently some MLB owners would be willing to cancel the season if no fans were allowed in. Their reasoning was that if they paid the players with no money coming in from ticket sales, that they would be losing money to play the sport, which is fair to say, financially speaking, at least. And uh, final story for MLB News is that uh, the Minnesota Twins, Houston Astros, Cincinnati Reds, and Kansas City Royals have announced that they will be paying their minor leaguers $400 a week for the rest of the season while making zero roster cuts. Good on them for supporting the smaller guys who don't make the millions a la Bryce Harper or Mike Trout or Miguel Cabrera. But, um, big trash, though. Yes, severely overpaid. Another reason why Detroit sports stink. But, um, yeah, yeah he's too old to get paid that much. Uh, with that being said, we're gonna take it on the ice. Uh, and I have one story for NHL, and that is that the NHL announced Tuesday that if the sport is able to resume. It will forego the rest of the regular season and go straight into the playoffs with 24 teams. And uh, this is over the usual 16 teams that the playoffs would normally be. And uh, with that being out of the way, we're going to take it back on the court, but on a smaller level with college basketball news. And the first story I have for that is that star Clemson forward Amir Sims has withdrawn from the NBA draft and plans to return to the Tigers for a senior season. Sims was the leading scorer for the team with 13 points per game. Uh, next story is that Florida point guard Andrew Nemtard has withdrawn from the NBA draft and instead enters the transfer portal. The six foot five sophomore averaged 11.2 points per game and 5.6 assists per game. Next story is that the commissioner of the Big Ten Athletic Conference is combating the racial issues that have recently been plaguing the country. Commissioner Warren announced the decision to create the Big Ten Conference Anti-Hate and Anti-Racism Coalition. The intent for this is the coalition to be comprised of Big Ten student-athletes, coaches, and other members of the Big Ten family. And uh, with that being out of the way, I have no more college basketball news, but I do have five of college football news. And the first story for that, well, before I move on, Brady, do you have any college basketball news? You know, I ha- I did have some MLB news, but, you know, you kind of covered it. But other than that, I do not. Yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to get too carried away with that. But um, moving on, uh, I have college football news. And the first story is that USC has landed a five-star recruit quarterback for the 2021 class. Miller Moss picked the Trojans over Alabama, LSU, and UCLA University. Next story is that JT Daniels, formerly of USC, uh, has transferred to Georgia, where he will likely take over the starting spot from uh, new, newly departed Buffalo Bill, Jake Fromm. Next story is that Tennessee running back Tim Jordan was arrested Saturday in Florida on a felony charge of carrying a concealed weapon and two misdemeanor charges of drug possession. 
Jordan will be a senior this season and finish third in rushing for the team this year. Next story is that Clemson wide receiver Justin Ross will need to undergo spinal surgery for a congenital fusion in his neck and spine. He is expected to miss the entirety of the 2020-2021 season. And over the past two seasons, he has racked up nearly 1,900 receiving yards and 17 touchdowns. And our final story for the night is that the College Football Hall of Fame in Atlanta, Georgia, was broken into and looted in the city riots. It hasn't been said what particular items have been stolen, but they will likely never get all the items back. And with that being said, Gotta go to eBay. I have no further news. Uh, so I'm just going to wrap up here. Uh, if you enjoyed this episode, consider watching more. Consider subscribing to the podcast. And uh, tuning in tomorrow when we cover hopefully more NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, college sports news. And we will also be having a Minnesota Vikings record prediction. Thank you guys for listening to 39. Enjoy your June 2nd or whenever else you watch this. And, uh, yep, co-host Garrett, sign out. Yeah, I love how Garrett likes to get ahead of himself. Well, I never got any PGA news today, and, I mean, it's really – Pretty late, but you know the match stats between Tiger Woods and Peyton Manning versus Phil Mickelson and the man, the myth, the legend, Tom Brady. That was a very good golf match to watch. I'll give you a rundown of what happened. Front nine was basically horrible golf because it was raining. So who can play really good golf in rain? You would think Tiger Woods, but then again, he's old and he's stiff. So going forward into that, the back nine was very interesting with back and forth between both teams. As they are playing very hard, competition are very hard against each other because you know they're all competitive. Going on from that is that Tom Brady choked, other than having very funny moments and also holding it out and yelling at Charles Barkley. Look it up on YouTube; it was honestly hilarious. So, going off of that, Tom Brady did take the L as Tiger Woods, the goat of golf, and. Peyton Manning, who's really not that great at golf, but just did just enough <laughs> to succeed there. So I'll give him that. That was the rundown. And that's it for me for news today. I'll sign off and finish the podcast for today. Hope you guys had a great time listening. Enjoy your June 2nd. Finally in the June. You know, very good news for us, Garrett. Our uh, stay home, stay safe initiative for our, our governor got lifted we are finally into phase four and we might be getting back to normal life soon we'll find out very exciting times you know indeed i we yes very well you know i never really plugged our podcast before and where to find it so if you're listening on spotify uh the podcast app as well as youtube those get posted there i gotta get caught up on that because it is hard to get caught up with a lot of podcasts takes a lot of time but keep listening whenever you're listening to it hope you guys enjoyed today Garrett, that's me signing off. Have a great day.